Hey everyone, how's it going? Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Geek V Podcast. I have with me a returning co-host, Lara, joining me again. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, so happy to be back. This is my favorite podcast ever. Do you listen to a lot of other podcasts? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you listen to any other podcast? Uh, no. <laughs> Do you listen to my podcast? Yeah, occasionally my episodes. <laughs> okay, no, you know what? I'll take that. I'll take no, what I'm I can kidding. get. I do listen to yours because all our friends do it with you. So, of course, I listen. That's true. Yeah, that is. I kind of forgot about that. Uh, but I don't know. I guess we decided that uh, about half an hour back we're just like oh it might be fun to just do another r random podcast similar to what i've done with my friend ori where we just talk about why we do certain things or certain things that can affect us or something along those lines and we thought it'd be a great idea to talk about like creative blocks suggested again by lara um, oh my god i am a, a well of ideas <laughs> Yeah, you know what? From now on, you can just start suggesting topics and we can start recording those. How's that sound? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. But so we decided to go with the idea that, hey, let's record a podcast where we just get to talk about why or how like people just stop doing creative shit because they run into times when they're just like, oh, I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what to record. I don't know what to create. And since Laura, you just put out, I don't know, when, when did you put out the video you sent me about like 20 minutes back? Like literally I, I put it up and then I sent you the link. Okay. So Laura put up a video on her channel where she just did like, I guess about, it was maybe like under two minutes, right? It was like, like a minute. It was like 50, 55 seconds. Sorry. 55 seconds. Yeah. So, about, like a very short like video of just something that i'm gonna guess you recorded this over fourth of july weekend right yeah because i so yeah so i was in new york um for this long weekend and i just thought it would be cool to you know take some cool shots of the city the lights the people and um i don't know i just wanted to have something cool to put put on my portfolio i guess to make something um kind of to lift my mood i guess because I mm -hmm. like to make videos when I am not in the greatest mood. And so I made that. And like, actually, the funny thing about this video is that it's basically like a little montage of uh, like everyday New York City hustle and bustle. And um, most of the clips that are in there are actually like all the footage that I thought I would never use. But the footage that I actually wanted to use didn't even make the cut. <laughs> so <laughs> it's literally like everything that I thought would be like scrap or extra is actually like the main focus of the entire video. <sighs> and but you still in, in a way kind of like created uh, a little like a small little art piece that I'm going to guess you probably wanted to create something like that for a while or it. Or like you, you had it in the back of your head and then you're just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm here for a long weekend. I can record a few things. I can edit it by myself and then I can put it up together. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah, so I guess um, the idea behind that was, like you said, it was something that I had been thinking of. Um, and I kind of, you know, had this urge to to put it out there to like get it out of my system and do something with it. Um, and yeah, the whole idea behind it is basically like, I, I titled it, I hate walking. And so <laughs> I literally started just by showing like cars and like the tea or as they like to call it in New York City, the subway. <laughs> Um, and just like bikes and like everything that's not walking. And then inevitably, obviously, just shots of like people walking. And uh, I guess the idea is like, all right, everyone's always running. Everyone's always trying to get somewhere. But like, where where are you even going anyways? You know? A weirdly like nihilistic look at people walking in New York. Yeah, literally. <laughs> A reflection of my little dark thoughts uh, for the 4th of July. <laughs> but consider like the video that you put out and, you know, me kind of like getting back into recording podcasts again after like a second basic break that I'd taken or like, I don't know, my second break, my third ba break at this point, I'm not even 100% sure. But it's like, uh, I thought that that's a good way to like, kind of tie it in together where like, people a lot of times run into these like creative blocks including myself including you and uh i guess it, it would be an interesting conversation to just kind of delve into like how it feels to run into a creative block how do you like we've both kind of like fallen into them and then gone out of them you with you making like either particular videos or me like getting back into podcasts and stuff like that so do you want to like maybe try explaining it from your point of view Laura, and we could like see how that yeah. works. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess when it comes to like a creative block for me personally, it's, uh, and I'm guessing this is probably really relatable, but I, it's just kind of like a, a dry spell. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, I, maybe I have an idea, but for some reason, I don't have the energy to push it out or to actually do something with it. And so I guess it comes to that. It comes to, the, you know, when you have a creative block, I think it comes a little bit from, you know, you're comparing yourself to other people. And I mean, in my case, I always compare myself to other creators and I'm like, why can't I be doing this? Or, wow, this looks so cool. Uh, you know, I want to learn how to do that. Uh, but then I think the creative block mainly stems from, you know, being either too busy or just lazy or tired and just not having that energy to be willing to put in that little extra time into making something that's ultimately, you know, it's going to make you feel better. It's kind of like going to the gym, you know, it's like, all right, let's get this workout in. But now I'd rather sit on my couch and eat chips. I guess that's kind of like, what happens when I have a creative block? <laughs> no, that's a pretty good, like, kind of way of also looking at it. Like, I, uh, I'm, I kind of run into a similar issue in the sense that, like, uh, to be honest, like, recording a podcast is not does not take that much effort. 
it's putting it's setting it up which in my opinion has taken me a much longer time than doing any of these things like sitting down talking to my friends coming up with like uh you know just talking about stuff as we go along when we already have a topic in mind mm-hmm. it's pretty much effortless it, it feels very easy to do and i put out all of my podcasts like without any sort of editing or anything like that because i, I enjoyed like the rawest format of it like the literally the only editing is like me possibly reducing the gain or like uh you know removing the echoes or something like that but it's like there is no editing in the content of what gets put out right and which i think is cool yeah like uh that th- that was my entire thing which is just like i remember talking to friends of mine and they're just like you know edit the podcast make them shorter make them longer or well you can't really edit them to make them longer but like make them shorter using editing or something along those lines but the the entire thing about a podcast is that it's like spoken form like uh, you don't want to edit it because the more like the less you touch it the better it is in the sense that it's a true reflection of what you were talking about at that point yeah it's like uh you know i guess someone listening to this might feel like they're just hanging out with two friends having a beer chatting about you know exactly except it's more like me drinking milk and i don't know what you're doing (laughs) Literally, uh, I just had a giant bowl of uh, <laughs> cereal as well. <laughs> I, I, I'm straight up like, I have this like massive German beer mug, right? Yeah. And just I'm just using it. it to, I, I'm literally just <laughs> drinking milk out of it. It's, it's not even funny. Like, uh, but yeah, like uh, my entire thing was just like a lot of the times, the reasons why I would take breaks from like, recording a podcast or something along those lines is that it just took a lot of effort to set it up it took way too much effort to just like kind of get people together figure out a topic that appeals to everyone in there uh and the more you kind of like realize that you keep postponing these like recordings eventually that like uh, oh i'm working on this and then maybe i'll postpone it to next week and then this thing popped up and everything like that and suddenly it's like three months later yeah. And that's basically what's happened to me before. And that's my version of a creative block where like the laziness just comes from the fact that like I just find it exhausting to set up a podcast uh, as opposed to kind of just like, you know, going about it, which is why at times I've even considered just making this like a, a single form podcast where I'm just like talking about stuff by myself. But then it turns into more of like a rant based thing. <laughs> and I feel that yeah. it loses the appeal of having like two three four different voices talking about a particular thing yeah yeah and i mean creativity takes energy you know it takes effort the thing with uh being creative is i always feel like there's always like a pressure to do something new do something original and so you know, people like, or I will like sit for hours and hours trying to think like, all right, what, is, what has someone never done before? But like, fact of the matter is like, most likely what I'm thinking about has already been done by someone on YouTube or someone on the internet somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, um, you know, it's uh, being, will- you know, be willing to put in that energy, that time and kind of like, get that pressure off of you and just do it if you feel like you're like if you feel like being creative don't worry too much whether it's been done before 
whether it's new. Just just do what makes you feel good. Get it out of your system. And then you'll play around with it later if if you feel like you want to tweak it. But I think like getting the idea out of your system and actually doing something about it is better than keeping it in your head for months and months and years, you know? Yeah, like, uh, no, you, you actually said it perfectly, where it's just like creativity takes effort and then, but pe- people also do focus on trying to be unique as much as possible or something along those lines. But if you just try to create and let yourself be, like, it's your point of view or the way that you say something or your voice or whatever it may be that's going to set, it's going to be that particular thing that sets you apart. It's not going to be what you, like, your content can be unique if you have, like, something innovative. But at the same time, you could just do something because of your passion behind doing it. Yeah. And that's one of, that, that's honestly the main thing that brings me back is that it's, it's just the fact that, it, hey, this would have been a really fun thing to talk about. And I should probably just talk about it no matter what. And that's literally the reason why I decided to like come back again and kind of record the podcast that I did with Ori and then record another episode with them because we were just talking about it. And it's like, hey, like dating apps are pretty fucking hilarious. Why not talk about it and then see if we can come up with a topic that's kind of useful? Mm hmm. And I think it's the same thing with you where I just like sent you a text being like, hey, do you feel like recording a podcast? about a particular thing and then you're just like yeah let's do like creative blocks or something along those lines and i was <laughs> like well, all right why not just fucking do it if you find so, it interesting just do it what would you say is would be like your biggest tip to get over the creative block so for me it depends also kind of depends on what you're doing like uh, when it comes to podcasting uh, my my point of view is just like just find a person who's willing to talk to you about it or just record it by yourself and then just sit down and record it and then just see that like the fact that you have a finished product and you probably want to put it out there i also write occasionally and i think that's that's where you kind of like get into a bigger issue where you will spend hours and hours on end yeah uh and you never really finish anything and i think like my biggest flaw doesn't come from the fact like because podcasting i like go in and out and i'll actually end up still doing it for me the biggest flaw is the fact that i never really finished writing the things that i start and i still (laughs) haven't like years and years on end and i think for something like that my the advice that i give myself even though i don't particularly follow it is that hey just put it down on a piece of paper but whatever you have in your mind, like onto that piece of paper, if you're writing or if you want to say something, then say whatever you have on your mind into that mic. And the re- worry about whether the quality is good or not once you have that finished product. Yeah. I have, I literally have uh, one mystery story, one sci fi um like novel and one fantasy uh all halfway done on my computer <laughs> like literally <laughs> all these stories and i used to walk around with a little notebook hey so this is something that i think is a great idea to get over your creative block um and it's nothing new you've definitely heard this before but it's something that i used to do a lot when i was 
a lot younger. And it was to always carry around um, a notebook. So I had this like literally like this mini, mini notebook, like probably as long as my thumb, <laughs> like really, really tiny. And I carried it around in this like awkward, weird, like blue leather pouch. And I thought I was like, I was 12 years old and I thought I was like the coolest kid on the block because I had my, <laughs> my leather pouch and my notepad inside. <laughs> But um, I wrote down a lot of ideas on that notebook. And I think that helped me um, a lot when I was a kid just to like get stuff out. But I also feel like I definitely had like a lot more time. Like I would write down all these like even just like titles of books. Um, one that I can remember. And I have no idea if it like I, I just remember it because it was really weird. And it was like the blue strawberries or something like that. And it was like literally just like a title that I imagined. I was like, all right, but at least it's there, you know, and I got it out of my system. And now I'm like 10 years later, I still remember that really weird title that I have no idea what would come out of it, but it's there and it helped me write it down and, you know, ooh, creativity. <laughs> Like, uh, I, 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 to, this is the best, best way of summarizing, like what I kind of used to do was, um, uh, to this day, I still have in my notes, the titles for every script that I want to not write. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, just right, right next to it. I have like, I guess, um, like a status kind of thing. So like, I, I the very first thing that I have is like the Toy Story prequel short. And right next to that, I have completed in brackets. And then I have six or seven other scripts where I have the titles for them. But it's all just like either incomplete, in progress, still need to start. And then I have one which is just like, am I even going to do anything about this? Yeah. And I'd say maybe that, that that's a pretty good way of like... uh motivating yourself to an extent like it hasn't really particularly worked for me but like knowing that you have these particular things that you want to do that might be one of those things where it's just like it's almost like a to-do list but your to-do list is like the fact that you have this creative title but you haven't done anything with it yeah yeah but at least uh you know at least it it makes you feel like you're starting from somewhere i was reading or better i was listening to this audiobook about how to be more productive and um one of the tips the guy was giving was um to always leave your work um like at the end of the day try to not just like finish something or try to like not end with a period i would say but like leave it with like a half sentence like leave your work halfway so that you know exactly where you're going to start off the next day, yeah. you know? So it kind of gives you that little, that little kick, that little start right at the beginning where I think it's where, um, you know, it's that fear of the empty page that kind of blocks you because you have all these options. Whereas if you already have something on there already started, you don't even have to think about how you're going to um, continue because you already know. So I think in having it written down and having your ideas there is already like a good 
a great start, you know? I, I guess this is more of a question as to how you do it. And then I can also kind of delve into how I do it. But like when it comes to creating something, are you one of the, uh, do you think it's more effective to like plan out particular things and be like, finish like 20% of this, 10% of that, like 10% of this stuff like that when you're trying to finish like a creative project or would it do you, are you more of a person who like just does it in like a burst of energy? Like you have, like you sit down for like two hours and you, like just pump out a bunch of material and then you don't do anything for a very long time. Uh, yeah. So, um, I guess for me it depends, but I would say I'm more the second type, you know, like when I was making my video today, literally that was all I could think of, but I don't know if it's because, you know, it's it's because I was really caught into it and I was like, all right, I I'm, I'm getting into this great flow. So it happens to me that like, when I'm editing, um, when I'm putting together videos and stuff, literally, I'll sit in the in front of the computer for like eight hours, and it'll suddenly be eight p.m. and I'll be like, "Oh, did I have lunch yet?" Just kidding. I always remember <laughs> lunch, but <laughs> um, but as to say, like when I'm really focused, I just get it done. But then maybe I'll like let it sit for a couple hours or like a couple days and then go back to it and see if I want to do anything. But when it comes to like short projects, projects that I know that I just need like a day or so to finish, then I'll I'll just bang them out, you know? I'm 100% the second type of person. And I feel like um, maybe switching up the way that I create something might have an effect, but I have never been able to do a project where I plan it out in advance. And I'm just like, all right, I'm going to write like 15 pages today and then like five pages tomorrow because I only have a little bit of time. It's always been like, oh, I just came back home kind of early and I have two hours and I don't really want to sleep. And I'm kind of feeling creative right now. Mm -hmm. I have a few thoughts in my head. Let me write down 40 pages. Right. And then just nothing. Well, you know, so the thing is like for me, my my job is sort of to, you know, be creative and like plan like Mm -hmm. video shoots and stuff. So I can't say that I always do that. I would say I'm more like burst of energy when it's like something that I feel like I want to do for myself, like personally that I think is going to be like a fun project or something. But when it's, uh, you know, one of those longer shoots that I have to plan out for work, then I would say, that going in prepared with like a plan, especially if like a lot of the times, um, like, I don't know if you know this, but like I actually used to go and like film a lot of interviews and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so I had this like really set checklist of, um, you know, all the shots that I needed, all the pictures I had to take, all the questions I had to ask. And usually like, whatever, forget the questions. Usually I ask more regardless. But I have, I'm really time restricted. I only have like maybe a couple hours, maybe. Like if I'm lucky, I'll have two hours, but usually it's like an hour. And so I know that I need to get like all this footage. And so for that kind of project, then I really do prefer to, you know, plan it out, kind of have an idea of what I'm going to do with it. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, of course, if I haven't seen the location yet, I'll. I'll kind of wing it based on what the place looks like and stuff, but I already have like my main backbone, you know, of, of 
the main skeleton of mm -hmm. what my video is going to look like. I have it and I have it on paper. So, you know, I guess it depends if, uh, I definitely think that for longer projects, having a, a set structure and like planning it out is really helpful. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're like trying to be creative, um, you know, you might plan something out and then halfway through the process, you might decide that, wait, I want the main character to die now. <clears throat> George R. R. Martin. <laughs> you know? Well, so. I mean, that that's one of the things about like creating as well is that you can create on the go as long as you're able to effectively like build to whatever you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. It's entirely your role to play around with as you wish. Yeah, exactly. And like, uh, yeah. So, like, I I completely agree. Like, I I think I mean we kind of went off on a tangent about like just the stuff that we create, but like, it it is true where like you just want to do as much as you can whenever you can. Yeah, but I also and, think. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, I also think that. Something that blocks me sometimes when I'm trying to be creative, when I want to be creative, is, okay, what can I do? I can do anything. And I think that is too much. Like, having that unlimited, like, possibilities and that blank page where you could literally write whatever you want is almost too much. I think something that has helped me kind of get over the creative block is, all right, let me give myself a limit. You know, I think giving yourself um, barriers can actually, you know, it's like little challenges that you have to overcome. You know, it's like, all right, I want to write a short story. Let me see if I can write it in three sentences, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, all right, let's, you know, let's try to do something with this or, um, you know, or like, I want to film this video, but it needs to look good in black and white or something. You know, just oh. giving yourself some limitations, some little challenges. My final piece of advice when it comes to that would be, uh, um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, having some sort of accountability usually really helped me finish up any kind of a work. So I remember uh, talking to someone that i like someone that i knew who who's like particularly interested in like the way that you know film scripts are written and stuff like that mm -hmm. and just thought it was like an interesting topic to talk about and um because of that that person was just basically like oh yeah I, like you talked about this particular script that you were writing and i'm pretty sure you're done by now so like send it over to me in like the next week and that made me actually finish my product which is the fact that like i had to give it to someone mm -hmm. and i think that like having that sort of like personal accountability usually works pretty well like i i know writing is something that's supposed to be for yourself like it's not supposed to be done for anyone else and like obviously the idea of like you know hey write what you want to write and you know take anyone's opinion on it with a grain of salt because their view is going to be very different from the view of like someone else and everything like that. But at the same time, having someone that's there who wants to like kind of uh, be a recipient of the finished product is actually a 
pretty good motivator. And that actually made me finish. Like, it, it was one of the reasons why I finished the first script that I was writing. Interesting. <clears throat> Interesting. I always felt like... Um... It almost felt like homework-esque. But yeah. something that I was like kind of interested in doing. Like a homework that I was kind of like into. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a good way to see it. You know, um, for me, it's like, right, I have like work deadlines. So um, from that perspective, I'm kind of kind of used to it. I guess that's why when it comes to like making videos for myself, then I really do put in that burst of energy, I guess, because I'm afraid that if I leave it there, I'll forget about it. I won't have the same energy or the same time later. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, kind of getting it out of the way um, and out of the system would be, I can see, I can see that. But, you know, at the same time, I think, um, and, you know, with all creative outlets and creative products, I think it really depends on, like, like you said, you know, who's your audience? Are you doing this for yourself? Or are you actually like trying to do something with it? Do you want, do you even want an audience? Mm -hmm. um, I do think that um, feedback is always appreciated. I mean, I guess, I guess this is personal. Everyone has their own opinions. People are like, no, nah, I'm just going to write it. I don't really care what anyone thinks. But for me personally, it's all... I'll make something and then I do want to know what people think because I want to know how they, how it makes them feel, what it makes them think about. I want to know if they can relate to what I guess my goal was for that mm -hmm. specific thing. Um, or if I didn't have a goal, I just want to know if it makes them feel the same way that it makes me feel, you know? No, I, I can kind of get that. Like my, my way of kind of approaching it is, like, I will listen to you, but that does not always necessarily mean that I'm going to incorporate your thoughts. Right. No, but I agree with that. It's just like, you know, being open and being open to to feedback and to hearing other people's opinions. And then obviously mm -hmm. it's your it's your product. So it's it's your creativity. So if it doesn't align with what you want to do, uh, then whatever. It's like you don't have to you know incorporate change your product yeah. Exactly. yeah it's like the, honestly that's one of the biggest criticisms that we have when it comes to like studios being involved in filmmaking which is just like you do like a test screening and then you're just like oh rewrite the entire ending or rewrite the middle of the story because this test screening didn't go so well even though it never really makes sense with like the way that the what do you call it the way the the, the way that the script was written mm-hmm yeah and that, that's kind of how i also viewed which is just like have a finished product from start to finish that's yours and then have like um i guess like an end goal inside and what you kind of want the script to like the kind of impact that you want the script to have mm -hmm. and that's when you like take in any kind of um recommendations that someone might give you or something like that yeah and then see if the incorporation of that recommendation deters from what you want the finished product to be if it does then maybe it's something that you need to think about and uh just be like hey while it may you know might while it may be like a pretty important piece of advice i don't think it's going to be the right thing for this yeah. particular project but I if mean, it's I, a beneficial thing then always incorporate it even if it's not yours yeah no for sure i mean i definitely think that if you're going from 
having a really bad creative block to having something that's finished that's already a giant accomplishment <laughs> you know mm -hmm. so if we're talking about how do I get over a creative block and how does this make me feel to, oh, whoa, I actually have uh, like 15 pages of something that is done or like a, a 10 minute video or a 10 second video. It doesn't really matter. I have something that's yeah. already a giant accomplishment. So, uh, you know, I, mean, I definitely uh, think, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was basically going to say that like I, I created a podcast in order to basically start a digital portfolio granted yeah. like it's probably gonna like I i've never really looked at the numbers behind it or anything like that it could be doing horribly and it still wouldn't make a difference because at the end of the day the purpose behind this is like building something that could be beneficial for me in the future yeah no i understand i understand i mean i definitely think there's nothing wrong with making things and putting mm -hmm. them out there, you know, uh, you have nothing to lose. And if it's something that makes you feel good, that helps you, then the hell with it, do it. You know, yeah. um, I definitely think it's, uh, it's all about making, it's all about finding a few seconds just to make something and, and actually finish it. And, whether you share it or not, you know that you've accomplished something, mm -hmm. big or small, that it may be. But um, I guess it also ties into like you know that sense of you know self uh, self accomplishment, or I wouldn't know how to say it in English, but um, you know just feeling you know satisfied with something that you've made that came out of your brain yeah no <laughs> or out of your hands you know one of my biggest um one of my biggest uh i wouldn't know like sadness like one of my biggest disappointments is that I'm, no, it's not a regret it's just, just uh. like a kind of like i ha i am a terrible drawer like i can't draw mm -hmm. anything like i can't even draw like little hearts <laughs> But if I could, if I could draw then, oh my God, I have like all these cool like images in my head, which I guess is why I've resorted to film. Cause it's like, yeah. all right, how do I, you know, film and photography. It's like, all right, I have this image. How do I see it? How can I see it physically? Yeah. Get it out of my head. But, um, as long as you find an outlet that lets you express whatever it is that you want to do then I think you'll find a way to like be um, satisfied with, uh, with your creative side. And I think that's a perfect note to kind of wrap up this podcast on. This is uh, short and sweet, but very deep. <laughs> yeah, this is like one of the most like, uh, I guess we never, we didn't really prepare for this. It was kind of just like, hey, let's talk about what we, what comes like directly from like our yeah. brain or whatever. Yeah. See, this uh, was exactly one of those like creative outbursts that we didn't plan at all. We just banged it out. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a pretty good idea. Like just how most of the scripts that I have are written as well. It's just 
it's very much just a stream of con like a stream of thoughts and a stream of conscious uh writing where it might not make a lot of sense but like once it's been once it's fully completed and then i start editing it and then kind of like figuring out the best way to write shit i can then trim down all the fat that's there to yeah. kind of give it a finished product and i guess that's that that's the only thing that i really had to contribute at the at the end uh yeah. i have something to contribute what's up go ahead if you like this podcast give it a thumbs up leave a comment <laughs> let us know <laughs> let us know what are your tips to get over your creative blog and i'll see you next time love you <laughs> all right see you, everyone <laughs> bye-bye